Gandalf, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kat, I use she her pronouns, and this episode we are determining which stand is objectively the best. That That's true. My name is Kingdom and I use he him. Um, this is it. We're doing it. This is it. I, this is the semifinals and finals of the standoff podcast. And you've you've uh, suggested something that kind of uh, scares me, but mm-hmm. I guess we're gonna do it. Yeah, we absolutely are. So in this stand, in this stand, in this podcast, we have had nine cri- nine specific criteria that we have used to determine which stands move forward. These criteria being. Appearance, ability, versatility, understandability, reference, X-factor, reflection, arc, and vibes. And for the semifinals, we're going to touch on all that shit. Cause we're going to do everything. Because in theory, if we talk about all that in the semifinals, then we'll just know who's going to win in the finals. And it'll be easy, easy peasy. Which might be a little unceremonious, but it'll be easier for us and just makes sense. If we did the semifinals and then the next week we did the finals and just talked about two stands, that would not be ceremonious either. That would that would be bad podcast, it'd I think. Like, it'd be like your 15-minute episode, yeah. It'd be hot garbage. So yeah, do you want to... You're looking at the challenge. you want to introduce us to today's matchups? So, the first matchup is King Crimson, the, the main antagonist of part five, Diavolo. <laughs> Boy... Uh, versus Weather Report, certified good boy from part six. Mm-hmm. And the second matchup will be, um, my 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 best boy, uh, Johnny's Tusk. Mm-hmm. Versus Shitstain Poochie's Made in Heaven. <laughs> wow, I feel I'm like being objective here. True, true. So, yeah, I think we're just gonna get right into it. Yeah. Let's talk about King Crimson. Let me tell you what King Crimson looks like. Oh, shit. I haven't heard those words in a while. We're going back to it. (laughs) King Crimson is a humanoid stand of a height and build similar to its users, though it is a bit bigger and taller looking. Its body is covered by a raised diagonal lattice, except for its face, neck, shoulder guards, elbows, hands, abdomen, crotch, knees, and feet, according to the wiki. It's got... Eyes that are basically diagonal slits with two big green marbles shoved in there. That's a way to put it. Because, like, there aren't eyelids or anything. Yeah. King Crimson looks like he's never blinked a day in his fucking life. And he looks like he's mad about it. He looks like he's mad. He's got the angriest mouth in the world, and he's got a piece of chewed up gum with similar eyes and mouth stuck to its forehead that's always making the same expression. Mmm. That's his boy. That is his boy. That's his son epitaph. King Crimson's overall color is red. It's got silver and white. What's the word? Accents? I think accents is the word. Accents is fine. Yeah, and that's that's really it. It's a big boy with white Latisse who is red and is pissed all of the time and has bright green eyes. Oh, shit. All right, that's all the time we have to talk about King Crimson. <laughs> that was King Crimson's timer and not my timer to wake up. So... That's what King Crimson looks like. You know him, you love him. Now, Kingdom. What? On a scale from A to E, with A being the highest and E being the worst. Oh yeah, I forgot we did that. What would you give King Crimson for appearance? (sighs) So, okay, here's my my deal. 
I love a powerful, scary humanoid uh, character. I, I, lo- I love a, I love a that. It happens a lot in anime, and it's neat. Like a like a Frieza or a a, a Meruem from Hunter Hunter or I can't think of any other examples, but you know what I mean. And King Crimson's kind of that. He's got a very standard, almost basic look, but then on top of it, the lattice is cool, but some of the rest of it is kind of upsetting to look at. I, I'm inclined to agree with that. So, I'm, I I start out at an A, and then upsetting this, it, it's not all bad, because he's the antagonist supposed to look uh, intimidating, and it, he's portrayed often like a horror way. So it makes sense, but because I'm being objective, I'm going to drop it to a B. I agree. I think King Crimson's a pretty hard B for appearance. It's just, like, it's cool. It's a humanoid stand. It's got interesting ideas. I wish there was more connection with uh, Spice Girl, his daughter. Specifically, King Crimson's daughter, Spice Girl. Same. I wish Epitaph was, like, bangs. Like it is for yeah. Diavolo and Dopio. I get that it's supposed to, like, the fucking cover art for the album, King Crimson and the Court of the King Crimson. But or I get that that looks scary. It's a, it's a scary scream face, and King Crimson looks like that, but it still looks upsetting. It's very upsetting. That's appearance. Would you like to tell me what King Crimson does? Oh, I don't know what King Crimson does. He's confused. It's too much. <laughs> we don't talk about that yet. That's understandability. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> I forget how the show worked. <laughs> um, King Crimson is a real time. Uh, he does in camera editing, but for real life, uh, you can erase <laughs> the cause and leave the effect. So that's we've talked about it to death. Everyone knows what King Crimson does. Yeah, epic. Epitaph lets you look 10 seconds in the future, and then King Crimson can erase up to 10 seconds of time. And like you said, break the cause, leave the effect. What would you give it for uh, ability? I think it's an A. I think King Crimson's ability is really cool. I think that, like, it's confusing in how it's used, but it's simple enough to understand, like, on basic conception, which is understandability. Fuck. No, uh, shit. Just, I forgot how this podcast works. <laughs> it worked. It's, it doesn't work like that anymore. It works like that right now. Nope. <laughs> we never said it's working. Ah. Um, I, I think it's an A. I think it's a really cool ability and a very good ability for Diadopio to have. Diadopio? That's, that's his name. That's a good name. Thank you. Do you agree that ability's an A? Yeah. But what about versatility? Um, 10 seconds is a decent amount of time, and you can do most things with it. I don't know. It feels, it feels weirdly restrictive. I, I would, I'm inclined to agree. Because, um, it's specifically stated that, like, certain things can't be changed in that 10 seconds, You and you can't really do anything in the 10 sec. like, if you're erasing time, you can't affect other people directly and shit. Exactly. I think it's applicable in a lot of different situations, but it can't do more than the one thing that it does. I think. Okay, I, I want to clarify first of all that um, we've given these stands ratings like this before, but mm-hmm. now we're rating them in the context of the top four, so we're going to be more harsh, I, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, C. 
I agree with the C. Understandability, Uh, I think we have said a B in the past, and I think I'm willing to stick with a B. I'd be willing to stick with a B or a C. I think B is fine, just because, like, it's not that bad, but I think the fact that it's confused by a lot of people is uh, indicative of its nature. Right, and the meme nature of how does King Crimson work further, like, makes the common consciousness idea that it is a complicated stand. So even if it is not too hard to understand, the perception of it is still that it's hard to understand, and I think we need to factor that into account a little. Yeah, people tend to be less willing to try to understand it, which is understandable. True. Uh-huh. All right. Open up your memory banks, because I sprung this on you. I also sprung this on myself. That's fine. Think back to King Crimson's Court of the Crimson King. You act like I don't fucking sing it to myself all the time, because it's, hey. it's a jam. Yeah, you do You do love the song, the album. The album? Uh, fucking uh, 21st Century Schizo Man? Ooh, that's a yeah. good song. Uh, the Court of the Crimson King? Ooh, that's a good song. Uh, Epitaph? Ooh, that's a good song. More like In the Hall of the Mountain King, am I right? Well, like something, something, the the Yellow King, because P. Lovecraft, haha. Wow, haha. Uh, no, but the album's really fucking good, and it's really weird, and it, uh, I believe, I don't remember the, spe- the specifics, but I think in certain songs they, like, skip time signatures, which makes sense with the power. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, the cover up for the album's a screaming scary band face, and it, that's the same as King Crimson. I think it's an A reference. I'm I'm willing to cede this to you at this point. I, I don't care for the music a huge amount, but I agree that thematically and visually for the album art that it does tie into King Crimson very well. I think it's platonic ideal of musical reference. <clears throat> uh, X Factor for me is a B. I think King Crimson's just fine. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm fine with B. I might want to push it to A, but I, I think it's... Well, this has always been one that we've let ourselves have separate rankings for, so we can. I'll put down both of ours and we can. If you want to give them an A, you can. No, I'm going to stick with B. All right. And it's been a while since I've watched slash read part five, so the honeymoon phase with King Crimson is over. True. All right. So that's all the round one, two, round, round one, round two criteria. The round three criteria is what we're on now, starting with reflection, a deeper dive into the symbolism of a stand and how it relates to their users and the stand's reference. I think you've already covered how it fits the stand's reference. Yeah, but luckily for it, it has a good symbolism for the stand's user because he's literally trying to erase a part of his a part of his time of life. He's trying to get he's trying to erase all evidence of who he was in the past. Exactly, and he's a very secretive man who doesn't want to be seen, and King Crimson is an ability that very much facilitates not being seen, because you can see yourself being seen and then just erase the time. Yeah, and the whole, I don't know if it would really count, but like the shadow, shadowy part with King Crimson being around, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's it is cool. I will say that about it. So uh, I think I think Reflection's an A. Yeah, Reflection's an A. We didn't even touch on Epitaph being a separate soul, one of which uses Frog as phone. One of which is the devil, presumably. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the, the arc? I was okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do you think about the character arc of uh, Diavolo? Being, I think it's like, really fucking sa- good. Yeah! Is that it? <laughs> I mean, 
Diablo Zark is he's the leader of the Passione crime family. He mm-hmm. doesn't want anybody to know about him or his past, and his only link to his past is his daughter, Trish, who he hires the Bukarati gang, and then it winds up being basically a fight between him and the Bukarati gang so he can kill Trish. Um, He's fucking unhinged. He's just straight up evil. He is, and he's cool. Dopio and Diavolo are both cool. It's cool seeing, like, Diavolo start coming out in Dopio as they get closer and closer to Rome, and then his, like, arrogance at the end right before his downfall is really neat i think it's a great arc i think it's cool i think that i think he's a really interesting character i just don't think that there's much depth to him i want to give him a b you know that's fair he there isn't a lot of depth there he's just evil man he's evil man and he's interesting i think he's he's got a good design and he's good like character concept but there wasn't a ton done with him other than evil I mean, Dopio's cool. We can't, like, false that. But yeah, like, there's yeah. no nuance to yeah, Diavolo's exactly. character. And vibes, I think in Crimson has rancid vibes. I think I agree, but it's kind of intentional. That doesn't mean they aren't bad. That's fair. I think a C. I, I will I, reluctantly take a C. See, because I'm going to say a C for King Crimson because you know Made in Heaven's getting a D. Yeah, for, for his D. D for dog shit. D for uh, horse dick. And that's that's everything for King Crimson. Do you have anything specific you'd like to say about him before we move on? Um, I think he's really interesting, but he's kind of one note. Uh, not exactly one note because there's kind of two characters, but that's just the interesting part. But they and they only play one note. Yes, they only play D C sharp. Oh, ooh. Ooh, Pretty I close. Just said, I just said a no. I don't know what the fuck music they, is. They are a half step off, so we're half step off. So we're we're on similar wavelengths today, which is good. Yeah, C sharp is D flat. Okay, that's the same thing. Yeah. What the fuck is why? So a sharp makes a note go up a half step, and D makes it go down a half step. So C sharp is C up a half step, and D flat is does D flat exist? It's probably just C sharp. I don't know why they have two names for the same goddamn thing. No, it is C sharp and D flat. Well, it's... I don't understand why the notation goes both ways. I think it's important. It's it's based on keys. I think flats are like... I don't know. I don't fucking know. Music's dumb. That's my take. Music's let's talk about, good. Let's, let's talk about uh, the appearance of Weather Report. What does Weather Report look like, Catherine? Take a cloud, mold it into the shape of a man... Give him Pegasus boots, give him spikes on his head, give him a covering cloud of clouds surrounding him. And that's Weather Report. So you mean the ideal being? Weather Report is the definition of weather. Yeah. I don't know if I would call him the ideal being, but I would call him pretty good looking. He's pretty... I wish he, like, appeared more often because whenever he does, it's dope as hell. Oh, he also has red eyes. Oh, yeah. But manga, whatever. Yeah, my biggest criticism of Weather Report is that he doesn't have enough color. Uh, clouds are white, though. I know clouds are white, but, like, there are colors associated with weather. Like, lightning bolts are yellow and rain's blue. You mean, like, rainbows? Rainbows are part of heavy weather, yeah, but we've said in the past that's not part of the stand's appearance. I just really like... I don't know. I like like the... It's just white. I like that it's just like cloud color because he's kind of made of clouds in a similar way that even though the color doesn't fucking uh, 
this is kind of a bad example now that I think about it, but he just made a clouds just like uh, Stone Free is just made a string and not actually like a stand stand. I, I guess. I don't know. I just wish there was... I also wish it showed up more. I wish like when Weather Report yeah. got pissed, the stand Weather Report showed up and was stormy or something. Yeah. I think that would be cool, but I think I think Weather's appearance is good. I don't want to give it an A. I do. And I'm openly admitting that my... Wanting to give it an A is partially from that music video that I reference a lot. Uh, Virtual Insanity. Does it look better than King Crimson, though? Is more appealing to look at. That is true. I think he's got he's he's got the cooler. I think Weather Report is cooler, but King Crimson is arguably more interesting. All right, I'll, I'll give Weather the A. I'll come up with the. I like the Hermes boots. I think that's really the tipping point for me. Yeah. Tell me what it does. Tell me most of the things, if not all, that it does. Weather Report, the stand, not the boy. Uh, I guess technically the boy too. Uh, controls weather in uh, different locales of area. It makes frog rain, which is technically weather because Florida's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also control- in a movie. No, nah, it's just because of Florida. Okay. I've come to accept it. Um, you can control weather in a more lo- local area where like, you can control atmospheric pressure and like make a... Either a fucking spacesuit out of it because that was a that was part of it was an arc, or uh, protect himself with hyper dense atmosphere around his body. So if you try to punch him, your hand bursts into flames, which is the dopest thing ever. And yeah, he's got a lot of stuff just weather based. What what about heavy weather though? Hmm? Uh, oh, weather report can also freeze stuff. He freezes uh blood into spikes and looks cool as hell. It's Heavy very- weather makes goddamn rainbows that fuck with your brain, so it makes your brain think that you're a snail, and so it makes your body try to become a snail, because that's your natural form. That's yeah, kind of fucked up. It's kind of cool, though. Imagine it- turning into a snail. Uh, Jolene wanted to. Yeah, she wanted to, but like... No, I don't... I don't want to say she wanted to, but she was into it. She was fine with it. I think I think weather report. I guess this falls under both ability and versatility, but I think its abilities all around great. Like I think it is it's the one epitome of, the cool- of weather abilities. It's one of the coolest things in JoJo's for sure. I yeah, think, I think I'd be willing to give it an A in ability and versatility. I I'm inclined to agree, and I think I think understandability goes down a little bit because it, of heavy weather. Yeah, um, like it's it's like. Great, great, makes sense, cool, awesome. What? <laughs> exactly, like the con- the concept of it- subliminal imaging in light, yeah. I guess, makes sense, but it's just, like, I'm willing, I would okay. be willing to keep it an A for the frog rain, because there's been, like, real-life examples of it raining animals that were picked up by water spouts and shit. Florida. But, but turning into a snail, nah. Nah, that's, that's, it- that's a bridge too far. It makes sense. Once it's explained to you, but yes. it's sh- a, a, a superpower in like context. It shouldn't have to be explained like that. Good exactly. understandability is just like okay, you could do this. So oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but I think that also just takes it down to a B. Like yeah. it's 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 bullshit, but it's not like it's fine. Yeah, it just the fact that it needs to be explained is what hurts it. Um. What about reference? What do you think about a weather report? The American Jazz Fusion Band? Yeah. Eh. 
Yeah, that's how they're, I feel. They're whatever. I, I, I think it's a solid D or C. They were probably good to people who liked the big, but it mm-hmm. was pretty boring to me. I'd give it a C. All right. And it, it's not even like that connected to the stand because it's just, as far as I can tell, it's just the name. Yeah, they do have a song called Heavy Weather. All right. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's what, that's what I'm all saying. Right. What about X Factor? X Factor? I think X Factor is, I don't know. I feel like whether it is underused, like thinking about part six, I think about Poochie Stands, I think about Stone Free, I think about Foo Fighters, and probably Jailhouse Lock before I think about Weather Report, and wow. Burning Down the House. Burning Down the House is fair. Jailhouse Lock is a weird take, honestly. I mean, that's my favorite arc in part six. I mean, same, but still. So, like, I think X Factor is definitely high. I don't think it's higher than King Crimson. I think it's also a B. I want to give it an A personally because I just think it's really neat. I like the things that are done with like atmosphere and shit. It's dope. That is fine by me. And I like the man just coming out of the cloud. He does just come out of the cloud. That is true. Oh, he's he's stored in the cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Weather report is stored in the cloud. Send tweet. It's true. Uh, you were saying well, reflection. How does weather report reflect user? Um. Name, because for the majority of part six, they have the same name, even though it's not his real name, but that's what they refer to him as, because that's what Stan's name. And uh, kind of a weird uh, antithesis to Poochie Stan's with, like, makes everyone a snail. Snails are slow in his evolved form. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Poochie's evolved stand makes everyone go real dang fast. But that's like, kind of it. I don't know. Unless I'm forgetting something. No, I think I think that's about it. Like heavy weather being extremely like potent and I wouldn't say violent, but like effective, and that being tied to weather reports stolen memories and therefore repressed rage, I think is really cool. Yeah. But I besides that, there's it's it's whatever. It's almost like the 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 roles are reversed where the man is Kind of a reflection of the stand. Right, because that's all he has after he loses his memories. Like, his stand yeah. is what defines his personality. It's weird. I'd give it a C. I agree. Dope. Okay, arc. Weather report. Enrico Pucci's brother. Separated at birth. Almost got hanged by the KKK because of mm. Pucci. Not on purpose. Accidentally because of Pucci. Hiring a bad detective agency. Didn't... His girlfriend was killed. His girlfriend was killed and also like his sister, kind of technically. Yes. He attempted to kill himself. He failed because of Weather Report having awakened. Poochie took out his memories for his own good. He went to Green Dolphin Street Prison. He was a chill guy there. He hung out with Jolene and the gang for a while. He got his memories back. He started turning people into snails and then he died. Hot take. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a hot take, maybe not. I, I, I gotta see, I gotta test the water. No, I gotta, I gotta dip my toes in, make sure, make sure the water's okay to get in. Anyway. I'm nodding. Um, weather report slash, I don't remember his real name. West Blumane. West Blumane has the best first universe backstory of any character. I think it's the, I think it's one of the most compelling, yeah. It's... It even, like, because even other good characters, like, a lot of the time in JoJo's, their, their backstory is just explained to you. 
But right. because of the amnesia thing, he doesn't know his backstory for a lot of it. And then he finds out. And then it's like a big, wait, you're fucking Poochie's brother? Yeah, it's <laughs> Like, good. there's actually a twist there. JoJo's doesn't really have twists like that very often. Yeah, like, it makes sense, like, as a tragic backstory. Like, it fucking sucks. Yeah. I don't like it, but it's very emotionally compelling and good. It's great. I'm, will- I'm willing to say it's, yeah, I'm willing to say it's great. I I'm willing to give it an A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what kind of vibes does Weather Report go off? I think I think B. You think B? I like Weather me. Report. Weather Report's cool and chill. Heavy Weather's got bad vibes. Heavy Weather's got horrifying, existentially traumatizing okay. vibes. That's fair. It it do be shooting rainbows that turned into snails. So I'm like, that's good. So I'm like, that's good vibes. But then you're like, yeah, it's kind of horror. It's it kind of Junji Ito. <laughs> It's terrifying. <laughs> so that is B. That's e, yeah. So that's the first round. To recap, King Crimson got a B for appearance, A for ability, C for versatility, B for understandability, A for reference, B for X factor, A for reflection, B for arc, C for vibes. Weather Report got an A for appearance, A for ability, A for versatility, B for understandability, C for reference, a B from me and an A from you for X factor. A C for reflection, an A for arc, and a B for vibes. That was a lot. It was. I apologize. So, our criteria are scored from E to A. E being one point, and A being five points. King Crimson got a 37. Weather Report, averaging out our X factors to a four and a half, got a 38.5. Oh, my boy. All right. I I I like this way to do it. I do too. Weather Report beats King Crimson and moves on to the finals. Tusk versus Made in Heaven. How long are we going to spend talking about Tusk today? Not very long. We're already past the thirty-minute mark. Mm-mm, mm. And we we no fuck we've... that. This episode's long. Okay, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. We literally talked about Tusk last episode. We talked about Act Four last episode. All right, let me give the quick rundown. I'm going to be talking about appearances and abilities for Tusk. Okay. Tusk Act 1, Little Axolotl Baby. It's got a pink cone nose. It's got black radial circles with stars in the middle around its body that are yellow. It has little tails that have hearts at the end of them. And it looks like the pleading face emoji. (laughs) Tusk Act 1 allows its user Johnny Joestar to shoot his nails like bullets that spin. Tusk Act 2 looks like a drone, kind of. It's doesn't have legs really it has kind of like a barrel shape at the bottom of its body it has a torso that's comprised of like a spine going up into a robotic torso it's got crab claws for hands it's got a weird metal face it's got what looked like airplane propellers coming out of either side of its head it is all of tusk is a digimon i'm gonna say that here it digivolves uh digivolve into maximum so what they say? I don't know. It's this is the champion form. Yeah, I guess. No, this is Tusk Act champion. One is baby. This is whatever the next one up from baby is. Act Three's champion. Act Four's ultimate. Oh, so yeah. Tusk Act Two um, allows Johnny's fingernail bullets to stay on his fingers and spin like objects. They drill essentially when he shoots them. And after they land, they leave a bullet hole that can chase the target and shoot the nail bullets back out of them if Johnny missed. Tusk Act 3 looks like a teenager. (laughs) No, it looks like a beetle, basically. It's got a more defined legs that end in 
toes with three sharp downward points. It's got what look like nails on its knee and elbow joints. It's got some like mechanical piping connecting all of it together. It's got big round shoulder pads that are black with the outline of gold stars on them. The stars are filled in red. It has a head that looks like a big old jelly bean uh, with like a saw blade coming out of the top of it. And its body is basically a beetle shell. Tusk Act 3 allows Johnny to enter the bullet holes that his shots make and use them to travel around. Only he is able to use the space like this. Anything else that is taken into the hole is destroyed. It's <laughs> a way to say it, yeah. It is erased from existence. Everything that everything else that goes into the hole is destroyed. Tusk Act 4 is a rectangle with cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah! Um, it's, all, it's all pink. It has a golden horseshoe on its forehead, mirroring the golden horseshoe on Johnny's hat. It has big purple shoulder, shoulder plates with small stars on them and a big star in the middle of it. It's like I said, it, it has cowboy boots with stars going up it. It has humanoid arms with golden hands. And from like its pecs down, it's just basically chainmail with nothing under it until the legs start coming out of it. Or a bead curtain, as we've established. Or a bead curtain. Its eyes are black stars with golden dots in the middle of them. Tusk Act 4's ability is infinite rotation. Anything hit by Tusk Act 4 will infinitely spin until its very atoms are shaken apart and it disappears from existence. This ability travels across parallel universes and destroys all instants of a person or its stand in each of those universes. Damn. That's its appearances and ability. I think its appearances average out to a B. I think Act 1 and Act 4 both look fantastic and Act 2 and Act 3 look like dog shit. I'm going to agree with the B reluctantly, but I'm upset that you did my boy act too dirty like that. Act three looks like dog shit. Yeah. Okay. Act, act two is a act two still a baby. Act two I guess act two is still a baby. Act three's bad. Act three can fucking eat dirt. True, but its ability is an A. Oh yeah. Ability is fucking awesome. And you know what? Versatility you can brush your teeth with it, you can he eat spaghetti with it, you can fucking bore holes with it, you can do a lot of stuff with Tusk. Part 7's great because we can we see the main characters like in almost like a survival setting, and Johnny just uses his stand to help him in everyday life, and that's yeah, he, dope as hell. He uses it to cook, he uses it to eat, he uses it to groom his own body. It's, you could probably fucking use, um, excuse me. Probably use it to help him like make a fire. I was just thinking that he could use it to chop firewood or to like create or sparks against a rock. Yeah, yeah, or like like uh, spin spin the stick on the log to make friction. Yeah, Tusk is absolutely an A for versatility. It's amazing. So here's a question: What is up? Understandability. Here, okay. I think without the context of part seven, it would lose points, but. Literally all of part seven, you're being built up to the, the idea of spin and you're being slowly fed more and more things that spin can do. And you keep hearing about a golden, perfect spin that is like wild. And as soon as he gets it, it's spin that goes further. I think I think with the context of part seven, understandability is an A. I agree. I also think just the context of it is spin and it is infinite spin. Yeah. Basically describes everything it does. I think the holes and traveling through the holes. I think 
Act 2's ability is fine. I think Act 3's ability is a little questionable, but also... <laughs> Act if, 3 is a little questionable. <laughs> yeah, I think it makes sense, though. Like, it is a hole that only the user can go into and travel in, and he's approaching the power of infinity, so these are basically tiny black holes. I think that makes sense, especially with the context of previous stands like Cream. I don't yeah. think we're doing these rounds in a vacuum. No, of course not. But I, what about also if we're if we're counting in everything, um, Johnny can Johnny's the only one that can enter uh, the holes that he makes, and um, Funny is the only one that can go to different universes safely. True, true. So <laughs> parallels, dichotomy. Yeah, yeah, parallels. Exactly. We've talked about last week, we talked or two weeks ago, we talked about the... No, last week we talked about the similarities between Gold Experience, Requiem, and King Crimson, and also the similarities between Tusk and D4C. I just said similarities again, my brain's shutting down. Well, you gotta fucking uh, crank that engine, because we're not done yet. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's it's good understandability. We gotta talk about reference. Fleetwood Mac! The song... Tusk by by Fleetwood Mac. I think it's a hard A. I fucking love Fleetwood Mac. I don't listen to very much Fleetwood Mac, but I fucking jam with this song. And I think it's really cool that it's like the song the whole time gets like progresses further and further and further because it starts really small. Tusk! It's fucking awesome. And that like progression aligns with tusk being the only one that the only stand that gets fucking four acts yeah it's it's good shit and the album tusk has four sides what yeah tusk is also an album and there's yeah the original version of it i guess was two cassettes question mark damn (laughs) me 90s baby what the frick is a cassette (laughs) i have many cassettes and no cassette paper plate or no cassette plate or but yeah it was a four-sider so that also ties into tusk having four four acts i think references an a and the song tusk is on the fourth side true yo really makes you think just like act four is the cool one no one is (laughs) no it is maybe side three was just kind of (laughs) shitty so so rocky was like all right let's just fuck it uh, fucking maybe. Um, Tusk X Factor, it's an A for both of us. Yeah. Now, Tusk's reflection on Johnny Joestar. I don't know. That's a, yeah. Because Tusk is spin incarnate, basically. Johnny yes. Joestar's story is about him learning the spin, but I don't think there's any real parallels between Johnny, like, progressing as a person or as a character, because he doesn't too much. No, I think he does. I think he, he does progress. I think he gets some of Gyro's philosophy, but like, I think he becomes a little less shitty of a person, but we've said it. Part 7 is Gyro's story. Part 7 is Gyro's story. Tusk is part of Gyro's story. Right. Like, Tusk Johnny's is kind of, because Ballbreaker doesn't fucking, uh, Ballbreaker appears twice. Right. I think Tusk is kind of both of their stand. And it's kind of also Jesus' stand, but... Let's not get into that. <laughs> I mean, it's Gyro's stand in as far as he is the one who taught the spin to Johnny. I think there's definitely Gyro in there. I think it relates to Gyro because of that. I wouldn't go so far as to call it also his stand. It's Johnny's stand and it's Jesus's stand. <laughs> um, I think I think it ties back to the spin well. 
I think it ties back to Johnny wanting to learn the spin and succeeding in that. But I don't think, I guess that's more under arc. I don't think there's any major reflection between Tusk and Johnny. I think Tusk can be in, uh, Tusk can be, what the fuck's the word? I'm sorry. Um, attributed? No. Tusk could be said to be like the symbol of Johnny's, of just Johnny learning spin from Gyro. And Johnny starts to only want to learn it to try to walk again because he's still, that's like, Johnny starts part seven as a depressed piece of shit. Almost again, like this is arc. He's given up. Is this arc? I think that's arc, right? Because we're talking about Johnny's oh. progression from the start oh. to the end of the part. Yeah, okay, let's just give a reflection score then, then I can talk about that. I think reflection will get a C. Um, I don't think it deserves any lower because Tusk Act 3 does come about Johnny cementing his resolve as a human being, which I think is genuinely good reflection. Besides that, I don't think there's much to work off of. I think there's some, I'm fine with the C. If it was my, if I did better research, I could probably convince myself that it's a B, but I haven't, whatever. (laughs) Fuck it. Um, But yeah, in reflection, no, in arc... (laughs) I think arc's an A. Johnny's arc's fucking awesome. Yeah. Johnny's arc, again, is the story of part seven. Part seven is one of the better parts of JoJo's. It is fraught because of the child abuse rampant throughout it and abuse towards women rampant throughout it in the form of Lucy Steele. But Johnny Joestar's emotional journey and Gyro's inclusion in that is probably the best JoJo story. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, Part seven as I've stated, is my favorite piece of media I've ever consumed. Part 7's fucking amazing. The only, uh, the only sour side, the only, uh, the shadowy place in in The Lion King that we don't talk about, uh, is the weird shit that Funny Valentine does. Is Funny Valentine and his wife, uh, they do some fucking creepy Mm -hmm. shit, and it's not good. But, if we're just talking about Johnny's arc, that's literally part seven, except that. So it's the ideal part seven. Yes. Well, except missing some Diego stuff, and Diego's a good boy. And Diego's a very good character as well, but scary monsters in the world have been out of the podcast forever and a day. I know, I just wanted to sh- shout out to my boy Diego, a uh, Dio, but a uh, likable character, in, like genuinely a likable character, and not likable just because he's a fucking just beyond evil right not just because he's hot <laughs> i love Diego. so arcs an a you agree with that oh yeah arcs and i great. think vibes is an a i would also give vibe an a because he's my son tusk is my son if there was any stand that i'd want genuinely aside from like the joke one being like uh uh hey yeah because mm-hmm. i want a friend um if there's any stand that i'd actually want it'd be tusk and I think it might objectively, because it's gotten a 43. It's dope. Which is two, oh wait, 42. Three points short, short of perfect. Also, vibes, so that we don't get anything, any talk back, because we know our fans are so combative. They well, aren't, yeah, you all rule. They, you guys you guys keep fighting us about every goddamn thing. <laughs> um, you never really see part acts two and three. Like, they turn up when they happen, but besides that, they don't really show up. Act one yeah. and act four are the ones you really see all of the time. Um, and act one, great little baby. Act four, great looking dude says to me, me mean. To me, that's like one of the best vibes. stand cries. 
Yeah. I I'm a sucker for Jobin's. I'll st- I'll say it. I'm st- I still love it. I don't remember what it was. Mary 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 Mary. Yeah. That's fun. It's really good. It's fun to I, say. I I still like Chumi Mimi more, and I like that like everybody's interpretation of his voice is like a really high pitched <laughs> and like cutesy, even when it's Act Four. Yeah, like um, like robots be. Yeah, uh, we we see a lot of Act One because uh, apparently Iraqi designed Act One with with it in mind that it'd be like the mascot for Part Seven. He, which, he like, succeeded. Yeah, kind of. It's a close thing to it. I also learned something about reference just now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, if you listen closely in the beginning of the song Tusk, mm-hmm. uh, I've never heard this, but just before the beat comes in. Uh, you can hear someone in the background said say, "How are the tenders, Johnny?" So that might be where he got the name Johnny. That would rule. That would be dope as hell. How are the tenders? I want chicken tenders now. Yo, Johnny, how are the tendies? Who are the mascots for each JoJo part? The main, uh, main JoJo stands. I guess. Oh, that's true. No, because like <laughs> Iggy's the mascot for part three. That's false. <laughs> okay, let's continue. But I would say it's Jotaro and not and not Star Platinum. Yeah, I, I agree. But we're on Made in Heaven now. Made in Heaven. Poochie's uh, final stand. The last holdout of Poochie in this bracket. He did well. Gotta give Poochie some credit. He got some bangers. He did, I mean, all of his stands made it to the quarterfinals, right? Yeah. Yeah. All three. And <laughs> he had three. He had three. Uh, Made in Heaven. Where are we starting? Appearance. Appearance. A- cool. <laughs> cool. Interesting. Upsetting. A lot like King we talk last week. We talked about this though, and I think upsetting works. Let me real quick yeah. say, Maiden Heaven's a small, thin, masculine humanoid, the torso of a human from like the waist up, and then the waist down. It's fused to the front end of a horse, like you mentioned before. It resembles a uh, Nakalavi, which is an Orcadian mythical creature that is a terrifying cyclops horse demon. Yeah. Well, not Cyclops, but it looks like it looks like Made in Heaven, basically. It, uh, God, I don't remember now. It doesn't, it, isn't it like related to a Kelpie? Perchance. I want to know. Kelpies are neat. Kelpies are neat, but it has a large, like, yellow cable, which makes a clear arch connecting the horse half to the person half while they are still fused at the waist. The horse has blinders on and reins that the humanoid half is holding. On the blinders, the hip joints i guess of the horse half the forehead of the horse half and the shoulders back to the hands and elbows as well as the singular eye of the humanoid half are all speedometers the humanoid half wears a crown of thorny vines it has an elongated head with what looks like a space design on the dome it's wearing a pink feather boa the horse is fucking pissed (laughs) always upset yeah are they clocked or are they speedometers they're speedometers or I guess no. They're they're it, speedometers. The wiki says at least we could no. They're definitely speedometers. Uh, the one in his face is like a speedometer where it's only like the top. It's like a semicircle, but some mm-hmm. of them go all the way around. So like we could say it's vague enough to be both and both yeah. fit speedometers and or clocks. Which also, is per- oh, yeah. Sorry, I just no. Go to ahead. Con- confirm myself. Uh, for on the Wikipedia page for Nukalavi, Kelpie is mentioned four times. So I'm right and smart. Let's go. You are right and smart. Let's go. I love the appearance. 
You, I, I, after after we talked about it last week, we talked about how it looks alien, not humanoid, angelic, even, mm-hmm. and it looks how like a, like a Bible angel, right? And how it's the culmination of Poochie's like striving to reach heaven. I think its appearance is fucking fantastic. That completely changed like how I see Made in Heaven because yeah, it's ew, yucky, gross. It's haha, funny, but like it's really it's, good. It's so different from what we know as what a stand should look like because Poochie has basically reached out and grabbed a tiny piece of heaven and, and imbued it into his stand. It's like a taste of a different universe, a different dimension almost. Yeah. I, I know this has never been the case in the past. I'm leaning towards an A. I'm willing to come down to a B, but like here's okay. Because we have all with eight criteria. Nine. We we nine. We have appearance and we have vibes. Right. Vibes are terrible. Vibes are bad, but appearance is good. So I'm cool with giving it an A. Yeah, I've it, always seen made in heaven in that kind of like angelic way, but I've never really had the, the right words to explain it. But yeah. Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Um yeah, Bayonetta. Fuck it. Yeah, which brings us to ability. What what it do? Uh, go real fast. It taps into the speed force. <laughs> Don't say speed force. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> You're allowed to. Made in Heaven's powers dramatically is, is to dramatically speed up the flow of time. Not like, not like go fast. Not like um make everyone's perception of time faster. Like uh, kind of like something Gold Experience would do. No, mm-hmm. it speeds up the fucking physical uh universal law of the flow of time yes uh achieved through the ability to control gravitational forces of the earth moon and seemingly the entire goddamn universe theory of relativity look up einstein you heard of him i i I, i'm familiar with the man uh so the all time speeds up around every person except poochie poochie is part of the sped up time so he effectively right. goes really goddamn fast. Right. Well, it's not that time speeds up around every... Well, yeah, it speeds up around every person, but it's, like, universally applicable. Because eventually things go so fast that the universe reaches heat death and then gets to the point that a new Big Bang happens. Uh, and then it happens again, and then again, and then again, and then again. Because it just keeps going faster. And yeah, it's, I- if you haven't read Part 6 in the ending, obviously we're spoiling it. It's literally the last fight of Part 6. The yeah. big, big one. Um... It's really cool to see it, like, cuts to, like, scientists in, like, news trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Right. It cuts to, like, average people being affected by this wild, horrible reality. Right, but with that, it's the same universe, basically. Kind of. Anybody who dies during the time speed up, they're, like, gone. They're replaced by some weirdo jobber in the new universe because their soul doesn't carry over. Because your soul's like ice cream. Because your soul's like ice cream and your body's like the cones. But with that, like, fate is the same. Everything that happened in the original universe will happen again, which is Poochie's goal. To make everybody aware of that so that they are at peace with the concept of fate and so that he can guide them in his knowing. And that's what heaven is. Mm-hmm. It's oh, bye, Craig. Bye, Craig. Um, it's dope as hell. Yeah, it's really good. It, it's th- abilities. Yeah, its ability is fantastic. Its I think, ability is an A. I think the versatility is kind of shitty. Yeah, 
I think. I mean, it seems like it lets Poochie fly. He's riding the horse. True. It's like a Pegasus. It's got feathers. It's like a Pegasus, basically. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It does only speed up time. You can do a lot of things with time sped up. Poochie but, only has one specific goal, but we don't yeah. know to what extent you can control and, like, not control Made in Heaven. Like, can you turn it back off once you turn it on? I think That's I'm willing okay. to give it a C based off speculation. For versatility. Yeah. Uh, so ability is an A, just to confirm. Ability's an A, yeah, for okay, sure. Cool. Yeah. That's an interesting point I haven't thought of. I've always thought of just like that's just made in heaven doing its thing. But Poochie's probably just putting the fucking pedal to the metal as soon as he gets it. Right, because that's his goal. That's that's yeah. all he fucking cares about. So theoretically it could uh potentially do different more stuff with the ability, but he doesn't give a shit about that. Exactly. I that yeah, so speculation wise, I think I see. See, for versatility. Now we have understandability. I think it's an A. I also think it's an A. Acceleration makes sense. The concept of time moving faster makes sense. It's not and... like out of left field because we do have the gravity thing. And as soon as you're like, oh, theory of relativity, gravity, it's the universe manipulating thing. Okay, I can see where that comes from. And, ma- and the the process of achieving heaven's been built up just like how the, like, uh, the golden spin was built up. Right, and like the concept of a vanishing point and a universe resetting by condensing in on itself and then exploding again in a new Big Bang, those are scientific theories. We naturally don't have them proved, but they are grounded in research being done in real life. Same with the concept of fate, like I've said a million mm-hmm. times because I'm insufferable. We don't know if that's how shit works, but that is a philosophical theory. That's Nietzsche. That's Nietzsche's eternal return of the same. So and none of these ideas. The it's consistent with the rest of JoJo's. None of these ideas are out of left field. I I agree that it's probably an A. Yeah, it's dope. Uh, what about it, reference? It references the Freddie Mercury and Queen Queen song "Made in Heaven." I don't remember much about it. I don't either. Uh, I don't really like. I don't really like Queen. Freddie Mercury is kind of cool, but. I'm not really a fan of Queen. Yeah, it was a solo originally recorded by him. I imagine Queen be recorded it later. I mean, I do think it do kind of work. The first two verses are I'm taking my ride with destiny, willing to play my part, loving with painful memories, loving with all my heart, made in heaven, made in heaven, it was all meant to be, yeah. And there's well, wait, some more. Hold on. Which Let's... I think is pretty poochy. That's so song... poochy. A Royal Opera House replica was built inside a warehouse in North London where Freddie Mercury wanted to recreate scenes of Stravinsky's, Stravinsky's, I don't know how to pronounce that name, The Rite of Spring and Dante's Inferno. The that most remarkable cool. element is probably a 67-foot-tall rotating globe on top of which the singer stands in the last part of the video clip. The outfit that, Fred, that Freddie Mercury wears in this music video is quite similar to the one worn uh, in the music video for Radio Gaga. Very cool. Which um, could be reference to Lady Gaga being a reference of, of a stand in Part Eight, the universe that was reset to. So I, I don't think I don't think that <laughs> does anything. I agree with you. I think Queen like deserves its place in cultural consciousness. But I'm not a major. I don't major listen fan. to it regularly. Right. But I think that that first, like, it looks like the chorus is, it looks like the lyrics do tie into, like, Poochie's ambition and goals. Yeah. What would you give it, do you think? 
Uh, because we're objective, we're going to let our personal biases seep in. And mm-hmm. I think it works, but I'm just not that big of a fan personally, so I'll give it a B. I agree. I was going to go with a B. I wanted to see what you said first, because I wasn't super sold on a B. Well, let's see what you say for X Factor. After last week, I like Made in Heaven a lot, lot, lot more than I ever fucking did. Dope. And we also haven't even mentioned Horsecock this episode. I was doing my best not to. <laughs> it's not my favorite. Like, I think it's a B for me, like Weather Report was. But I like it. I think it's very good. I will give it an A, because I think it's exactly what it should be as... Th- as It's perfect for what it is. And I think that's great. All right. Reflection. You know what? Fuck it. I'll give it an A. I agree with you. I'm being hard on it. Reflection. Andapucci and Made in Heaven is just the culmination of his ideals and ambitions. It is the literal reflection of what he wants to do. I think it's an A. I don't think it, there's... Yeah. It, yeah. Just like, like I said with X Factor, it's it's perfect for what it is. It's Pucci as a priest striving to reach Dio's explanation of heaven. And as a priest, he finds an angel-esque thing. It, it works. It works. Exactly. Like, it's not just he finds it. He fucking works for it. Like, this is yeah, what but he that's wants. Arc. And he kills and he travels to get there. Yeah, I think I think Poochie's arc is an A. We've talked about it a bajillion times. Poochie is a priest who fell in love either as a priest loves God or as a man loves another man with Dio. What and is the difference? Was- because, all right. <laughs> Nuns nuns aren't allowed to marry because they're married to their faith. So as a priest, Poochie's kind of married to God slash Jesus. So priests are gay and Poochie is the culmination of that. You okay? Fellas, is it gay to be Christian? God. (laughs) Fucking cool middle school humor. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um I I think his arc is an A. He meets Poochie. He's he meets Dio rather. He's in love in some way or another. Poochie his I keep saying Poochie instead of Dio. Dio gets killed by Jotaro and Poochie vows to continue Dio's ambition and to achieve Dio's ambition and he does. He's a very determined individual and it's very clear that like he is driven in that fact and he's just a good fucking character. Yeah, and um, there's a lot of cool, interesting stuff when it comes to him being an actual priest, but is also kind of undercover in like a shady way, which happens frequently, especially in uh, prisons, that kind of thing. Also, I like what George Joestar does with um, their interpretation of White Snake for Pucci, which kind of fits because it's um, right. that. White Snake taking out someone's memories and reading them, that's memory disc, is akin to um confessing your sins. Yeah, it's very cool. But like in but like in a manipulative, forceful way. And I think that's perfect for Poochie. Yeah. yeah Poochie's much Poochie's more nice. zealous in his faith, I think, in George Joestar than he is in part six. But it, but it's not out of character, I I think. No. So Arc's an A. Arc's an A. And Vibes it's, is a C. <laughs> Vibes is I'd give it a B. Okay. Nah, C's fine. C's fine. Fucking. Either it's, way. It's. I was thinking for Poochie, but specifically for Made in Heaven. Yeah. It. It's not the best to look at, and it does some things that make you upset as a fan of the series. Vibes can be a C. Yeah, so either way, 
Both of these stands scored higher than either of the first round stands. Because they're better. True. Tusk got 42 points, as we said. Maiden Heaven gets 40. Tusk moves on to the finals. So the final two stands, the last ones to stand against each other in stand off, the last two that stand off are Weather Report and Tusk. I'm fucking astounded that Weather Report made it this far. Kind of me too. I never would have imagined it. But so here's he here's something it. that'll be fun, I think. What? To get to this point, Weather Report has beaten Soft Machine, Mr. President, Fun Fun Fun, Sky High, Mandum, White Snake, and King Crimson. He had a couple easy matchups. Uh, can I go through Tusks? Yeah, go for it. To get to this point, Tusk beat Scary Monsters, shout out to Diego again, uh, Soft and Wet, another main JoJo, Gold Experience, <laughs> another main JoJo, Doggy Style, and Gold Experience Requiem, another main JoJo, kind of. And Made in Heaven, a main And Made in Heaven. And Tusk was seated. Weather Report, I think, is the true underdog in this, because it wasn't seated. And it's not a main JoJo stand, and it's here in the finals. So... It's unfortunate that it loses to Tusk. I'm I'm very happy saying that our collective baby boy, Tusk, wins standoff. Yeah, I think this was one of your two or three picks to win from the start. Um, Weather Report, Scary Monsters. It wasn't Weather Report. It was Scary Monsters, Tusk, and Mando. And the world. And And the world. The world was dope. Yeah, I think we love an underdog story. I think Weather Report climbing up through the ranks is really a testament to A, how underrated Part 6 is. Yeah, and for B, sure. how good the character work in Part 6 is. Like we've said, there's some characters in Part 6 that are really underserved. I specifically speak of Hermé when I speak of that. But Weather Report's, not Weather Report, Part 6 has some really, really good emotional beats. Absolutely. Tusk also has really good emotional beats. But Tusk is like the best JoJo part encapsulated because he's through the whole thing and tusk as a stand grows throughout it yeah it grows with its user its final ability is super cool and after its final fight it keeps going like we see it lose which we never yeah. talk about but that's cool i don't think it loses on a power standpoint i think it loses because johnny doesn't know what the world does <laughs> yeah yeah i guess i don't know what i'm talking about losing now but yeah tusk we both prefer it from a subjective standpoint. And from an objective standpoint, it scored more points than Weather Report. Yeah, we were objective for once. We had points. We had a numbered system. We did it. Holy fucking shit, dude. Oh, damn. Standoff's over. <laughs> Standoff's over. I think at the end, we're just going to wind up hard cutting into um the music. But yeah. Oh, for Tusk? No. Oh. Mad Rocket Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. We'll plug it early. That's our music. Um... I'm so happy with how that song turned out. Yeah, it was dope. I can't... We need to get into plugs and shit, because otherwise I'm just going to keep reminiscing on podcast stuff. But thank you all for joining us for the whole duration of Standoff. We wouldn't have a show without you. If you want to reminisce about Standoff, you should go to the Discord. Yeah, where can they find a link to our Discord? On our Twitter, twitter.com slash standoffpodcast. You find a link to our Discord and to our Patreon. Or you could go to standoff.website. Yeah, standoff.website is our Patreon or patreon.com slash standoffpod. Thank you to all our patrons for being understanding because we really suck with bonus content because 
I work full time and do school part time and this and you do school part full time. Yeah, and I'm depressed part time. <laughs> I think that's also full time. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm juggling full time jobs. So this month on Patreon, if you get in at the five dollar tier, we're gonna have the last two chapters of George Joe Star. We're recording them this upcoming weekend for sure. They'll get out next week, and we'll also have two bonus episodes at the one dollar tier. At the one dollar tier, tier, you'll be hearing this episode on May fourth. It'll be out for everyone on May fifth. Fuck. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at aliasparia. I don't tweet about anything good or important, but I'm there. You can find me on Twitter at Kingdom T-A-C-H-Y-O-N Kingdom. I don't tweet anything good or important, but I do tweet. Uh, th- I-, I give you the idea of what if Stephen King and Steve McQueen kissed, and I think that's my best tweet I've ever made. It's a pretty damn good tweet. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess you should follow us there, or the show, maybe? Make sure to follow us if you if you want to know. Make sure to follow us somewhere or go on the Discord somewhere to figure out what the hell we're going to do after this. Yeah, because I think we're going to do something. Our show model, should we do something, is absolutely going to move to monthly because I cannot record and edit weekly anymore. I'm dying. Absolutely fair. But yeah, um, we, uh, make sure to keep your ears to the ground. And we're not going to make anything for a couple weeks, probably. Other than Patreon, of course. Oh yeah, not until like... Late June or early July, for sure. Uh, also, or mid-June. Shout out to the fact that I'm going to dox this a little bit. Uh, we're recording this on uh, Jotaro's Japanese voice actor's birthday. True. So it like, all comes together. God. All right. I am going to I am gonna be kind of fucking sappy about this. I can't believe we fucking met doing this show, dude. I can't believe we live in the same goddamn town. It's, it's all gravity. I... It's all gravity. Yeah, it's good gravity. I'm glad we met, Parker. Oh, that's sweet. Me too. I'm glad we're friends. We should hang out in real life soon once you have your second juice in ya. I'm getting uh, cybernetically enhanced on the 29th. Everybody wish me luck because the first shot made me sick, so the second one's gonna fuck me up. The second one will- Well, if you got really sick after the first one, they say that the second one sometimes isn't as bad. But yeah, that's not important. But what is important is getting vaccinated. Everybody go get vaccinated unless you can't for some reason. Unless it's like a problem with your your country, the government trying like trying to figure out how to do it. If you have the option, do it. Yeah, and it's safe for you. Do it. Follow us um, on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter. Join us on Discord. Standoff.website. Our music is Mad Rocket Strain City by Nice Wizard Music. Once again, what were you going to say? Nothing. Ignore me. Alright, that's it. As always, forever. We're done now. Thank you all so fucking much for listening. Let's go! We did it. Yeah, we did it. 76. Should we say stand proud? Uh, we should stand proud forever. Okay. Stand Stand proud proud forever. forever.